You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Coronation for Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors last night. Their fourth championship in eight years. Steph Curry, the elusive finals MVP. And his place in history is more than secure. It is Chris Carlin and Chris Canty in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And Chris, I don't know if you can really quantify everything that Steph Curry did to make sure that the Golden State Warriors were going to be able to win a fourth title in a third different iteration of this team, whether it's his personal sacrifice along the way of bringing in Kevin Durant, whether it's figuring out how to help restructure this and make himself better and make everybody else better on this team once Durant was gone. I, I just think that last night... You see the example of an all-time great player who has done nothing but excel in the biggest moments of all. No doubt about it. And the thing that's most impressive about Steph Curry is that he was at his best when his team needed to because you got to keep in mind in the second half, the Boston Celtics went on a 16-4 to run, and the Warriors were able to beat that back on the strength of Steph Curry and what he did in the second half, dropping 22 points on his way to a 34-point performance in a closeout game. So, Carlin, I've, I've said it before, I'll say it again, competitive greatness, being at your best when your best is required, that was on full display throughout this NBA Finals for Steph Curry, and that's why he got the Bill Russell Trophy in Boston, in TD Garden, in this series, because this dude was that guy. And the Golden State Warriors absolutely needed him to be, not just in game six, but also in pivotal game four when they were threatened with going down 3-1 in this series. Steph Curry drops 43 points. To me, that is the signature moment for Steph Curry on his way to getting finals MVP in this Golden State Warriors dynasty winning their fourth championship. And as Steve Kerr brilliantly put it, there's really – one guy who is responsible for most of it. None of this happens, you know, and that's not taking anything away from um, Joe and Peter's ownership because they're amazing owners, uh, built an incredible organization. Bob Myers, a uh, hell of a GM, and, you know, uh, our players. We've had so many great players, but Steph ultimately is, you know, why this run has, has happened. And – when you have a player like that who is willing to do all those kinds of things and you see the true joy that was not just in winning a championship for that team as a whole, but really the joy they had in getting Steph a fourth championship considering all of the talk that had been around this, how much they really took out of getting the opportunity to watch him do it, it speaks to what Steph Curry means. No doubt about it. And, and so, yeah, you you know that his teammates love him 
And you can hear in the way that they talk about him being an all-time great, Draymond, Clay Thompson, all of them acknowledge it. But the fact that he gives everyone in the organization credit for the success that they've had. And the thing that he said that really struck me, Carlin, last night was, it's because of all of the people that are on this court that we're able to hold up two trophies tonight. Yeah. That being the Larry O'Brien trophy and the Bill Russell trophy. The finals MVP is not an individual award. And his acknowledgement of that is what makes him one of those superstars that has that rare intangible to be able to set the culture for the organization in a way that allows them to have sustained success. Think about it this way. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, coming into this season, there was no argument about who the better player was, Carlin. There really wasn't. Everybody said KD is arguably the best player on the planet. It's him and Giannis, then it's everybody else, right? That, That was it. But think about this. Kevin Durant didn't set a championship culture with the Oklahoma City Thunder playing alongside two MVP players and Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Kevin Durant didn't set a championship culture with the Brooklyn Nets, playing alongside Kyrie Irving and James Harden at one point. There was no championship culture to speak of, and Kevin Durant is the best player. But with Steph Curry, think about what he was able to do throughout the history of the Golden State Warriors dynasty. This thing was built ground up through the draft with Dre, with Clay, and Steph. And throughout the years, they've been able to add those ancillary pieces that have allowed them to have sustained success. But the engine for all of it is the selfless superstar in Steph Curry. Yeah, he has a dominant trait, his ability to be able to shoot. He's the greatest shooter of all time. But it goes beyond that in terms of its impact on the team's success. And to me, that's what makes this dude truly special. That's when you start comparing him to guys like Tim Duncan and what he was able to do with the Spurs, like Tom Brady in the National Football League. That's what made Derek Jeter with the New York Yankees. That's what makes Steph Curry special. And, and that's why we're talking about comparing the Golden State Warriors dynasty to some of the great modern sports dynasties that we've seen. And you'll hear more from Steph Curry on this topic in 30 seconds. Try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless with Nationwide 5G and America's Best Network. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. And this is what we're talking about with Steph. Listen to him once he got to the podium last night in the post-game news conference. What does just this mean to you to finally be a finals MVP after everything? Forget that. We champs. Why are you starting with that question? We got four championships. You know, like, God is great. The ability to be on the stage and play with amazing teammates against a great Boston Celtics team that, you know, gave us everything to try to get to the finish line. Um... This one hits different for sure. But Chris, I already believed that he was one of the top 10 players of all time, but it was clear through all of the chatter leading up to this that people felt, including you, people felt that he needed to add the finals MVP to his resume all time. We're talking about four championships, that finals MVP, two-time MVP of the league, greatest shooter in the history of the league and change the game in how it's currently played. So at this point, has he made your top 10 of all time? 
Yeah, I mean, Steph Curry is a top 10 player. I don't know exactly who I'm taking out at this moment, Carlin, but he's a top 10 player. I don't think you can argue that. The guy's the greatest shooter the game has ever seen. I, I mean, I don't define him as a point guard, so no. I'm not going to say he's the greatest point guard no. that's ever played, but in terms of his impact on his team and his impact on the game overall, Carlin, Steph Curry has changed what we view as a good shot in the NBA. Yes. Like, he's changed it. It's like, all right, before when it was a fast break, guys would be running the weave and trying to get to the rack. Now, when guys are on a fast break, they flare out to the three-point line and they set up for open shots, and that's considered a good shot. Not only is it because of analytics, it's because of what we've seen the Golden State Warriors do and have success as a result of it. But, Carlin, I do want to say this because we're giving Steph his flowers right now, and he deserves it. But we also got to acknowledge the owner of the Golden State Warriors, Joe Lacob, and their executive, Bob Myers, who really put this thing together. And they had the, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what you want to call it, the fortitude, I guess it would be the right word, to keep these guys together, even though you're talking about one of the most expensive teams that we've seen in the history of this game. Yep. You're talking about, luxury tax bills in the nine figures, Carlin, over the last couple of years. And in one of those years, it was basically a, 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 a wash because you you didn't have Klay Thompson. You had Steph Curry and Draymond dealing with injuries. You knew you weren't competing for a title, and yet you're paying over $100 million in a luxury tax bill to keep these guys together. Think about that. I'm not saying that they bought the championship, but I'm just saying – it takes a lot for an owner to have that kind of commitment to these guys and that kind of commitment to winning. The belief that they would be able to form a third iteration of this dynasty and have success doing it, that's how much the owner believed in it. I'm willing to pay hundreds of millions of dollars in luxury tax bills because these guys have a shot at getting another title and potentially going on another dynastic run over the course of the next two or three years. Yeah, and he does deserve a lot of credit. There is one problem I have with all of this. What's that? I, I've heard this a lot over the last 12 hours, and I, I'm sorry, I can't take it. Can we get away from the notion that it's some amazing accomplishment that a team that just two years ago won only 15 games and was the worst team in the NBA – has all of a sudden come back and built another championship. Can we stop? I mean, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson were hurt for an entire season. You're going to be awful when that is the case. Steph played five games two years ago. They're running out there with Alec Burks and Willie Cauley-Stein. This was not a situation where the Warriors went from being an awful organization to a great organization again. No, this was simply a terrible year because of two major injuries to your team. And one of those injuries came in the finals in game six the year before can we just stop with that kind of a and I, i'm getting so sick of the word narrative but that's what it is that's some sort of stupid narrative around it has nothing to do with anything it's just merely coincidental do we think if those two guys were healthy for that entire year they would have been in contention for a championship i think it's fair to say yes so let's stop with that it is not some miraculous uh, rags to riches story that they've been able to do this again. 
Well, well, yes and no. Here's what I'll say. I'm with you in terms of them being the worst team in basketball. If they have Clay and they have Steph, they're not the worst team in basketball. There's no question about it. They're in the postseason. But I think the question becomes whether or not they're able to compete at a championship level because that wasn't a fait accompli. People didn't think, oh, once these guys get healthy again, they're going to be good. The question was, were they going to be washed? Were they ever going to be what they once were? That was legitimate, Carlin. That was. They were in it, the it, finals. Let's just argue for a second that the injuries hadn't happened. I know that Durant left. But the injuries are a part of it, Carlin. You can't do that. You can't do that. We can't, we can't, we can't if prove they, a No, if they, here's my question. If they would have been healthy, if the Thompson and Curry injuries had never happened, would they have been at least a very strong playoff team and one of the top few teams in the West? Sure, I of would course. agree with that, Carlin, but we didn't but what I'm saying is the injuries did happen. And right. we didn't know on the other side of those injuries whether or not they'd be the same players. But it's not but that's fine, but it's not some amazing story that they built this out of nothing again. Like it, the pieces were there and as you and I have both talked about there is one trait that is not one that ages, and that is shooting the ball. <laughs> and that no, is exactly what those two guys do. Yeah, do. it doesn't. Shooting is not a perishable skill, but being able to defend it is. And and Clay Thompson as a yep. defender is diminished. He's not the same guy off the ACL and the Achilles, nor should he be. And you're talking about these guys starting to be in their early 30s. So I, I do think it was a legitimate question to ask whether or not they'd be able to get on this stage and have success again but I think the one thing that has allowed them to do that is the organization doing their part in supporting the core pieces with other guys that complement what they do being able to have a guy like GP2 who's a great defender off the bench and that brings some athleticism some explosion you also got a guy like Jordan Poole who's developed in the G League that can fill it up and go for 30 on any given night you also have a player in Andrew Wiggins who's a first-time all-star who you were able to trade for he has a massive contract, but you took it on anyway, and you were rewarded for it on this postseason run because he's turned himself into one of the best two-way players in all of the league. So they've been able to add pieces to help get the best out of Steph, Clay, and Draymond. But there was legitimate questions about whether or not they could get back to this stage coming into the season. Because if there weren't calling, then everybody would have predicted that Golden State was going to run through the West and get to the NBA Finals. That was not who people had favorited to get to the Finals out of the West. It just wasn't coming into this season. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. In short... A lot of things. Bundle today at Progressive.com. One of the great comedians who is a massive sports fan will join us next. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. 
Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. And Carlin in for Greeny, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. In 10 minutes, one guy that absolutely deserves a ring from last night, but had a pretty miserable night. Former Boston Celtics big man, Kendrick Perkins. Steve Day, I'm sorry, brother, but um, you wrong on this one. You know, this it's actually a great morning, okay? Historically, it goes this morning right here, okay? And then the morning where Jesus came back, and then where we at right here is number three. All right, let's carry the hell on. It was a tremendous, <laughs> tremendous impersonation we saw a couple of weeks ago from Keenan Thompson of Saturday Night Live. He's going to return as host of the 2022 NHL Awards. It's June 21st, 7 p.m. here on ESPN. And he joins Chris Carlin and Chris Canty in for Greeny right now. Keenan, that was an absolutely fantastic impression of Kendrick Perkins. Was that a, a 10,000 hours Malcolm Gladwell situation to try to get that Locked down. How long did you have to work on it? It seems like it. I mean, I watch those guys like every morning. Um, <laughs> hello to all of you, by the way. Um, but yeah, yeah, I love Kendrick, man. He's he's a funny dude, and you know anybody that has a tone like that is is good for impressionists. Now, Keenan, you're back as the host of the 2022 NHL Awards, which is June 21st next week. And I wanted to ask you: Do you have an impression teed up for one of the guys in the National Hockey League? <laughs> Um, I've been working. I, I did a little thing. I don't want to like spoil it, but I, there might be some Kevin Weeks coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I, we didn't necessarily expect it to be, you know, Igor Shesterkin or anybody like that. <laughs> yeah, there. You know, there's jokes for him too. But you know, I guess you'll have to wait. It's not necessarily an impression, but I, we definitely have a joke. I think coming his way. So you're a big hockey fan. You're a big Ranger fan, right? This is the second time you're going to be doing the NHL awards. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a hockey fan since my Ducks days, basically, just getting grandfathered into the league like that and having all this access to games and stuff. And since I've been in New York, I've really been, you know, proud to take advantage of, like, access to the garden like that. So, yeah, the Rangers have been, you know, entertaining me for years, and they're a solid organization. They've always been very nice, and the people in New York have been very nice. But also the the Lightning, man, I've been a fan of the Lightning since I met a few of them. And I've just been watching them since I've been living down there for, you know, almost a decade now. And, you know, they're a solid squad, too. So that that, that playoffs was, uh, you know, it was, it was tough. Like, I had to just kind of sit there and, you know, watch and cheer for everybody kind of thing and hope for the best. Unfortunately, you know, someone has to lose. But I think they both can be proud of their efforts. So we'll, we'll see who takes the cup after this. But, yeah, man, I, I was thoroughly impressed by both and, just happy to be like included into the the hockey community like that like I have been since age 15 you know what I mean it's pretty awesome 
So, Kenan, I got to ask this because it goes either way when it comes to fans. The team that beat your team, do you want to see them win the Stanley Cup Finals or do you want to see them go down in flames miserably to the Colorado Avalanche? How does that work for you in terms of your individual fandom? Well, I mean, I never want my team to feel like they got beat and, you know, the team that beat them just goes and loses, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they always feel like could have went up there, you know what I mean? We would have did it different or whatever. So I usually try to, like, you know, cheer for the same kind of division more than likely. Kenan Thompson, Saturday Night Live with us. He will be hosting the 2022 NHL Awards on ESPN coming up on June 21st. It's at 8 p.m. And Kenan, you know, you've done so many impressions of guys in sports, whether it's LeVar Ball, uh, as we just talked about, Kendrick Perkins, uh, David Ortiz. Do you have a favorite one that you do on the show? Oh, Big Poppy's the man. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> what is it about Big Poppy that puts him over the top of everybody else? He's just so jolly, you know, like his whole <laughs> demeanor is just very happy and, you know, just grand. And he comes in partying, you know, and I guess I've been wanting to do like a Scarface impression for a long time. And like that's the closest I can get to it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So, Kenan, so this is going to be. Uh, your second opportunity hosting the NHL Awards. What, what's the part of this this gig that you look forward to the most? Uh, just like getting around like players in person. You know, it's always nice to see them with their families and stuff like that, and see the real human aspect behind you know these these players that like hit that ice and you know commit so much of their lives to entertaining us, basically playing the sport. Um, you know, it's nice to see that community aspect of it all. Like, it, it takes a full village to, to raise a hockey player or two if you have several in your family type stuff. But, yeah, man, it, it's, it's the connectivity and the connective tissue of it all. It's nice to witness. And it's 7 p.m., June 21st, on ESPN. Anything special you can kind of tip us off on on what to expect for it? I wish. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it it came down to the last minute, you know, for us to figure out where we were even doing it. So I think everything might be a little last minute-ish, but I'm sure it's going to be fine. We'll have fun. Uh, Kenan, we're looking forward to it. We appreciate a couple of minutes, man. Thanks again. Of course, man. Thank y'all. Y'all have a great day. Let's do that hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Kenan Thompson will host the 2022 NHL Awards June 21st. I said eight earlier, but I was wrong. 7 p.m. I misspoke on ESPN. Make sure you check it out. And the dude is just hysterical. He is so funny, and it's going to be a great, great award show. The yeah, mayor- I don't care. I don't care who wins the Hart Trophy. I just I'm there for the Keenan Thompson impression. Oh, I totally agree. I want the impersonation. That, I totally agree. I that's that's all I want. That's what I'm there for. That's what I'm waiting on. Yeah. And listen, he is as funny as it gets. The Miracle on Ice, the helmet catch, the flu game. It's clutch moments like these that separate the winners from the losers. So in a market sometimes down 16% who's pulling off a win will look no further than this exciting moment with a global value of $1.7 trillion, and it's only going to get bigger. In fact, experts predict it will grow by another $1 trillion in less than five years. And here's the cool thing. You don't have to be a baller or team owner to get in on the action. All you need is a smartphone. It's not betting. 
this is way more impactful. Check it out. It's called Masterworks. They've already got over 400,000 members on their platform, and ESPN listeners get priority access to skip the wait list. Just go to masterworks.com, promo code Greeny. That's masterworks.com, promo code Greeny. Masterworks.com, promo code G-R-E-E-N-Y. See important regulation A disclosures at masterworks.io slash CD. There is no guarantee of profits and investing includes risk of loss. Well, somebody last night absolutely had a horrific evening, but they should be getting a ring. We'll tell you what we're talking about next. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Let's do that hockey. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. It's a tremendous performance from Steph Curry. And if you listen to Steph, there was certainly a tinge of wanting to prove some people wrong last night. It means we won. It means we uh, took advantage of the opportunity getting back here. And I mean, I hear all the conversations. I hear all the chatter. We hear all the chatter. At the end of the day, it's about what we do on the floor. I ain't got to talk about it, just got to go do it. And uh, this one hits different. This one hits different for sure. And it feels like in hitting different, Chris, that this was a championship that Steph Curry needed for his own psyche, so to speak. He needed this to prove to himself what he is in his career. I don't know if he needed it to prove to himself, Carlin, but I think this is the thing that eliminates all doubt when it comes to whether or not he belongs in the conversation to be a top 10 player all time. Like, the finals MVP is the thing that everybody lorded over him, and I, and I want to say our very own Max Kellerman was one of the first people that I heard actually bring it up, but that now is no longer a conversation, and it's not a Fugazi finals MVP because you're talking about Steph Curry averaging 31, 6, and 5, And in the most important game in this series, game four on the road in Boston, Golden State in danger of going down 3-1. 
Steph Curry drops a 43-point masterpiece on their way to being able to reel off three straight and win the series. So Steph Curry, I mean, you can't say enough about what the guy has meant for Golden State in this series and what he's meant for this championship run and what he's meant for the life of this dynasty over the past eight years. I just think that it was one of those things that people were looking for to pick at with him to win a finals MVP. And while that's a very exclusive club, Steph had already done so much in his career. The the part of this that's most impressive to me, Chris, is that he has been the centerpiece on three different kinds of championship teams. And and that's that's rarefied air. Jordan, I would argue, really did it with two different kinds of teams besides him himself and Pippen. Steph has now done it with really three different supporting cast, so to speak, in winning these four championships. I shouldn't even say supporting when we're talking about Kevin Durant being the guy that was there. No, I know, but Steph Curry is the one that drives the engine because he's the guy that sets the culture. But, Carlin, when you take a step back and look at the resume that this guy's put together, two MVPs, one is unanimous, eight-time All-NBA, two-time scoring champ, four-time NBA champion, and top 75 all-time. I mean, it's it's a bulletproof resume. I mean, it stacks up with the best of the game. And when you start talking about Hall of Fame consideration, this guy's going to be in that special room in that building. Previously on Greeny. I'm struggling with Jason Tatum staying in club superstar right now. And I want to apologize to all of our listeners out there for leading you guys astray. You were a bamboozle. You were run amok. I was wrong for railroading you and making you look at Jason Tatum as a superstar because he ain't he ain't ready for prime time. He's just not there yet. And now he's banned. Not for life, but temporarily. Banned, I say, from Club Superstar. Weekly Rewind brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Chris Carlin, Chris Canty in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus on Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about your smart speaker as well. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Um, How do you think it was at the uh, Durant household last night watching that unfold? Oh, it had to be uncomfortable. Uh, Carlin, you never want to see your ex do better with the next. You just don't want that to happen, and that's exactly what took place. Kevin Durant decided that he was going to go do his own thing with Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn. And at the time, I felt like Kevin Durant was leaving a better basketball situation for a relatively unknown, especially when you consider how Kyrie Irving was leaving the Boston Celtics. And I said, I don't know if this is going to work out the way that KD thinks it is in terms of them being able to compete for a championship. Turns out I was right. It's not revisionist history. Um, it, it's a situation where we knew in real time probably wasn't going to end well for Kevin Durant. And we also thought this Golden State team, even though Kevin Durant is leaving, we can't discount championship DNA and what this group is capable of led by Steph Curry. And so, yeah, it, it couldn't be a, it couldn't be comfortable for Kevin Durant watching it. And now there's got to be even more pressure on him to deliver in Brooklyn. I understand wanting to go out and do it on your own when people will look at your championships in your mind with a side eye because you went and joined a team that was already a championship team and you needed to go out and do it on your own. But you trusted the wrong guys. 
you put yourself well, in a hold terrible on, hold position. On, hold, on, hold on, Carlin. Here's the thing, and and I and I hear you on that. I feel you on that. But when the guys that are on that team defer to you because they believe you're the best player, when you get two Finals MVPs, when you when you but they had already that won team, one. That's how people were viewing yeah, it at the time. Cool. They yeah, were yeah, crushing that, Durant. Yeah, that's for going cool. There. They they had already won one, but they broke the regular season wins record and they got bounced in the NBA Finals by the Cleveland Cavaliers. So they had to add an extra piece in order to get past that hurdle that was LeBron James, and that piece was Kevin Durant. No, but so, they weren't criticizing the Warriors for it. They were criticizing Durant for for joining an already built team. They felt like it was Car- worse Carlin, than Carlin, LeBron Carlin, 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 I, I guess my whole point is this. Who cares if you're winning championships? Yeah. If you're winning championship after championship after championship, eventually the critics will choke on it with all the winning that you're doing. And, and, and Instead, Chris, now everybody's looking at you and saying, you left Golden State yep. for this in Brooklyn yep. with Kyrie Irving when you don't know whether or not he's going to be there to play. One year, he goes AWOL. Nobody knows where he's at. The next year, he misses two-thirds of the season because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. You left the Golden State Warriors for that? Chris, basketball's not the most important thing to Kyrie Irving. And Kevin Durant of all people, should have known that as he continues to back him up in every single way. And this situation in Brooklyn, I mark my words, they will never win a championship there. But that's my point, Carlin. He's getting more criticism now for being in Brooklyn than what he would have got with staying in Golden State and winning more championships. We actually agree on this. If he was about just winning championships, he should have stayed there. If he was about going off and doing it on his own because he felt like he needed to be that centerpiece, uh, that guy that was kind of the Pied Piper and leading other guys there, he was wrong. He was wrong for doing that, and he has never shown that he can be the true leader of a championship team. Listen to Charles Barkley this morning, NBA on TNT basketball analyst. He appeared on Get Up talking about this. Listen, Kobe Bryant said, (laughs) I had to win a championship without Shaq. Mm. LeBron James said, I had to win a championship without D-Wade and Chris Bosh. That's the way this thing works. Before KD gets that great respect from all the old heads, he's going to have to win a championship as a guy, as a bus driver. Listen, he joined this, uh, that team had already won a championship, so no disrespect. That's just a fact. The old guys like myself, hey, KD's an all-time hell of a player, but until he is the guy on a championship team, we're not going to ever give him the respect. I mean, that he probably deserves. And that's just the way it is. And like I say, the, the game hasn't changed. Kobe said it. LeBron said it. And so we're going to hold him to the same high standard. Kevin Durant one of the best players we've ever had. But when he's been the leader of a team, when he has to lead a group of men, he has not been able to finish the journey. And that, listen, we're going to, and we're, listen, no disrespect, we're going to always hold that against him. Yeah. And, and I, I respectfully I, disagree with Charles Barkley. What, from, I respectfully disagree. From, from, it's about it's about winning championships. And here's the other thing. Kevin Durant was the bus driver because he was the finals MVP, not once but twice. He was the bus driver. And take it from a guy that actually has a ring, all I'm simply saying is this. It's about winning championships. Once you get one, all you want to do is keep winning championships. So I'm not going to leave a situation where I feel like there are more championships to be had to go out and do my own thing in hopes of being able to establish some kind of championship culture and maybe get a ring. Like, why am I going to leave my for show for some more? That don't make no sense, Carlin. No matter what you're talking about, in this instance we're talking about basketball, it doesn't make sense. 
And now people will criticize Kevin Durant even more because Golden State looks like they're on the precipice of being able to go on another dynastic run over the next two or three years. And he could have been a part of it. But instead, now it's Andrew Wiggins and Kaminga as a result of the Kevin Durant sign and trade instead of him. I, I just think it's absolutely ridiculous what Kevin Durant did. I said it in real time, and I'll continue to repeat it now after Golden State has won their fourth title in the last eight years. Cantia Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Tune in to an AL battle tomorrow. Astros hosting the White Sox, presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. Chris. I can't believe you're saying I just I, I can't Chris. believe it, Carlin. I'm almost crissed off about this because you're going to leave a situation where you can compete at the highest level of the sport. You're leaving that because of a narrative? No, Chris. That's well, ridiculous. Well, it, 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 in theory, in theory, it, it for him to do that when you think about how people view when you are at the top of the sport, when you are a top three to four player in the game, you are evaluated differently when they're looking at your overall legacy. If you are simply about winning, you stay in Golden State, period, period. If you are all about the championships, that's it. Durant felt, and part of me understands why he felt this way, that he needed to go out and build his own championship team. Now, what he really has screwed up is not just leaving a great situation, but the guys that he has trusted to be his co-pilots on this journey to try to win a title. They are never winning anything in Brooklyn with a guy as his number two who has no no interest in having basketball be his primary concern and a guy who now is his number three after James Harden wanted to get the heck out of there to win his first title, felt like it was a disastrous situation because he saw what was going on with Irving. Now you're stuck with Ben Simmons, who's afraid to shoot the basketball, and frankly, we don't even know when and if he's going to play. I mean, all around to me, it's not just leaving, but it's who you trusted when you left. That's a fair point, Carl. And and maybe I got to take a step back and look at it from this perspective because I've never been – anywhere close to as good a player as Kevin Durant has been or Charles Barkley or Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, any of the prior, or any of the main actors in, in, in the story that we're talking about right now. And so I guess the sensitivities to what your legacy would be and, and how you can craft that, how you can shape that, can drive you to make unconventional choices. But, Carlin, this whole thing is about winning. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters, winning. And if you have a chance to win multiple championships with the Golden State Warriors, then why wouldn't you stay with that squad and keep winning versus going to a relatively unknown situation and betting on a guy who's shown you that basketball isn't his top priority? And this is not something that we haven't known about Kyrie Irving. This is something that he said on his own volition. He said that. Uh, His maturity was an issue when he was with LeBron James in Cleveland. If you have an issue with LeBron James, who's one of the best players the game has ever seen, I I mean, how is that going to work when you get with Kevin Durant? If you've got issues in Boston, one of the better run organizations in the league, how is that going to work when you go to the Brooklyn Nets and you're going to be one of the ones responsible for establishing the culture? I just think Kevin Durant bet his legacy 
in a lot of ways on having a guy like Kyrie Irving be reliable when he has shown that he's unreliable. And it just doesn't make sense to make that kind of decision when you had the opportunity to stay put in Golden State and be a part of what they were doing. If I was a vengeful person or wanted to stick it to somebody, which I'll be honest, at times I could be. In the right search in the right situation I could be. If I'm the Warriors, I send KD a ring. <laughs> hey, you're part of this because we got Wiggins out of it. <laughs> and he did him a favor by getting traded away. I understand. And that's that. and that's the thing. And that's why you can't you can't be petty if you're the Golden State Warriors. I kinda wanna Even be though. though. Yeah, right, you kinda, if I'm you stiff, kinda maybe I send him one. You kinda wanna be, but you can't be. Because <laughs> the, the, the sign and trade when KD could have just walked into free agency and sign with the Brooklyn Nets, that did Golden State a solid because they were able to get back D'Angelo Russell, which they flipped for Andrew Wiggins and Kaminga. So they they, they got pieces that are going to be a part of the run that they're going to go on over the next two or three years. So you got to give props to KD for doing them a solid, even though he didn't have to. But at the same time, it's it's hard not to fall into – the, the spiciness of the, the, the animus that's between the Warriors and KD. Because remember, KD ended up leaving because Draymond told Kevin Durant, we don't need you. We won a championship before you got here. And that whole back and forth and then the behind-the-scenes stuff, like it was the Warriors and Kevin Durant when he was out there in the Bay Area. It never really felt like he ingratiated himself into that Golden State team, that locker room. And so I can understand – from that perspective, how it could be a little bit uneasy. But here's the one thing that I will say to counter that, Carlin. When it comes to doing business, and that's what we're talking about, the business of winning, you don't have to like everybody that you work with. Mm. You just got to find a way to be able to get it done. And they did it at a high level, not once, but twice. Who's to say they couldn't have continued to do that moving forward? There's no question in my mind, if Kevin Durant – was on this team this year, and they didn't have Andrew Wiggins, and they didn't have Kaminga, we're still probably talking about the Golden State Warriors winning a title this year. I know you can never prove a hypothetical, yeah, but I mean, the the, the, the impact that KD could have versus what we got from Andrew Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga, come on, man. All I'm simply saying is if you have all the other pieces and you have KD and you take out Wiggins and you take out Kaminga, Golden State's probably still winning the chip. Let me rephrase. Draymond should send him a ring. <laughs> can we can we make hey Carlin, can we make this request? And I know Draymond Green just dropped a new podcast last night. I want to make the request for the next podcast that Draymond Green in the new media drops. I want <laughs> Kevin Durant to be the special guest. Oh, Draymond have Kevin Durant as the guest on the Draymond Green podcast. I don't know if we got who we got to talk to to set that up to make that request. Please put that out there in the ether. I need Draymond to have Kevin Durant on sometime in the near future on the podcast because I want to hear them talk about this championship. Well, let me tell you something. That would get me to subscribe. That I I would be all about that. Oh, they they could have that as a pay per view event, Carlin. Yeah. I mean, we need to we need to live stream that. I mean, it needs to be out there for everybody to see. Put it on YouTube. <laughs> whatever we got. Listen. We need to have that happen because that would be absolute gold. But I mean, you know, you there's no way cre- KD is doing it. No, you know what? You know, there's no way KD is doing it. But you got to give credit where credit is due, man. This Golden State Golden State team is scrappy, and, and and they got it done with a lot of underlying grit. I know it. 
it's sexy to look at the way that they play, the way they move the ball, the way they shoot the basketball, and say, man, this is this is a pretty this is an aesthetically pleasing way to watch the game. It's entertaining, but there's some underlying grit to this team. To be able to bounce back, not once but twice with series deficits and have the fortitude to win this thing, it speaks to the greatness of the Golden State Warriors title. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.